0: and Matt
1: Shelby I'm so sorry but I'm here to tell you that actually I'm putting you in a nursing home right now and I'm gonna need to take your phone away and there's really nothing you can do about it
0: yeah I wouldn't be surprised that that's a stunt you would <laughs> you would try and pull all of your family
1: said yeah take her yeah we don't care
0: yeah. you're the Rosamund Pike in this in this relationship for sure I think I'm more of the I guess the gangster, right?
1: <laughs> no, I think you're more the Diane Weist character. <laughs> sort of just shuffled off and forgotten about.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about I Care A Lot, which is the new rosamund Pike film on Netflix that got a lot of social buzz. People love it, people hate it. Um, I think right now it's sitting in the eighties for critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's it's totally bombed in the audience reviews and is in like the thirties, so uh, I'm guessing you have strong feelings about it. Did you care a lot about it?
1: I did care a lot about this movie, <laughs> but honestly, this is this was this came out of left field for me because I had heard oh, really? nothing about this movie at oh, all until. Okay. The Golden Globe nominations came out, and Rosamund Pike got a nomination mm-hmm. for this. I was, I was like, "What is this movie?" Even I've never heard of it, which is crazy because I listen to a lot of movie podcasts and you know follow this kind of stuff. So I feel like the two of us in general have a good idea of stuff that's coming. But Netflix is weird; they're always just like dropping surprise things on you. I feel like lots of the stuff that we've covered from them has been. Like I've never heard of this movie and then all of a sudden it's like Project Power out this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had seen a trailer at least a little bit ago, but but other than that, yeah, I didn't I I didn't hear any buzz about it. Um I think it's one Netflix recognizes as one of their better films. Like they definitely put a lot behind the promotion of it, at least now that it's out and it's been sitting at number one, at least since I last looked um, on Netflix's site. It had a banner head. Like I think maybe that is just because it got nominated for a Golden Globe, but I think they recognize that this is a, well, top tier for them i don't know
1: <laughs> i'm also confused about that i like so I, like i had said i had never heard of this movie before i really only watched it this weekend at all because a friend and i have been watching a bunch of the oscar sort of players and we're kind of running out of them because there's not that many and this was coming out and we were like oh maybe this will be a fun watch so that's why we decided to watch it and I really have not heard anything about it in the awards conversation which is strange because when the like critics choice awards nominations came out or the oscar shortlists there was a lot of articles about how many nominations Netflix got like they are getting nominations in these weird small little categories they're pushing things like jingle jangle got a, <laughs> a several shortlist uh, things so like Netflix is putting a lot of effort into a bunch of their movies so I thought it was strange that I hadn't heard about this and I looked on Gold Derby which you know tracks sort of what movies they think are going to get nominated for Oscars and this still really has no traction at all there. Then I went to the For Your Consideration website that Netflix has which most uh, studios have a website that's kind of lists their main players in the award season and what type and what things that they want it to get nominated for in an ideal world and the netflix page it is on there but it is nowhere near the front or the top or any building like there's a banner that scrolls across and on the banner it's trial of the chicago seven mank the life ahead which is like a foreign film ma rainey's black bottom over the moon which i think is their animated play crip camp which is a documentary and then pieces of a woman and and this is nowhere to be found when i've seen almost all of those movies and i feel like this movie is stronger than most of them (laughs) like i really liked this a lot yeah
0: i mean maybe i misspoke i don't think this is deserving of awards but i feel like netflix is pushing it to its audience um in general but i guess yeah there isn't they don't take it as seriously as maybe you might, uh, you know, uh, it seems like it's getting the traction it deserves.
1: <laughs> well, it got really good reviews from critics. So that's yeah. why I was... Con- and they're dropping it right now, which is right at the end of the awards eligibility right. window. Like, it doesn't make sense that they're not pushing this and that they would give it this release date. That's, that's um, where I was sort of confused. I mean, but then I was... Yeah. But then I was looking up like when this movie was made and some of the sort of the production stuff. And it was I think it was made independently and then debuted at the Toronto Film Festival. And then Netflix bought it there back in like September. So then I was thinking, well, maybe Netflix just bought it. And this was just like a weekend that they had open. And so they were like, okay, well, we'll just dump it then. Um, I mean, and they're doing promotion for it, but maybe they're sort of going at it from a very different Viewpoint than I was thinking that they would be because right now is like everything awards. So to have a movie come out that's like, yeah, we're not doing that is <laughs> interesting.
0: I think, I mean, yeah, overall, did I like this movie? Um, no, I didn't. I really,
1: <laughs> this is shocking to me. I loved this movie. This is like one of the best things I feel like I've seen in a long time.
0: I saw your tweets. I know how you feel about it.
1: You didn't I,
0: like this? Oh, my god! No, I didn't. I This is going
1: to be a miserable podcast. I hate this already, but no, continue.
0: I'm not like, it's not like I'm disgusted by it. But I just feel like it wasn't, I think it thought it was better than it actually was. Like, it, it had a high opinion of itself. I mean, the director, Jay Blakeson, is just a nobody, which doesn't mean that they're not good. But I'm just saying, I think he tried to stretch himself a little bit in this. And I don't think he always landed as well as he thought. And um, I liked parts of it, like costuming great, Rosamund great, um, Peter Dinklage fun, always a delight. The whatever. But there were moments where I was like, "Wow, this is very poorly lit," or like, "Oh my gosh, why is this so?" This framing, like so bright, like I don't know. It was like I'm an amateur; I have no idea about these things, but it felt off to me somehow on a stylistic perspective. Except for power suits, like that's all that's all anyone <laughs> is talking about, and I think that's all it deserved to be to be discussed as far see, as the design and uh, style of this movie.
1: See, I-, I find that interesting because you loved promising young women so much, yeah. and I feel like they have. They had similar no, 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 no. issues to me in the, like, in that they both looked kind of cheap in some ways.
0: I, I think Promising Young Woman looks stylized in a very specific way. Yes. This just seemed like poor lighting. Um, I can okay. remember a very specific scene where there was a lens flare, and I was like... This isn't doing anything. Like, it's just, like, a very brightly lit office, and I don't... I can't... I have to squint at the screen, and I was like, what's happening?
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah, no, no, I agree with you there. I mean, I don't think that the directing of this is necessarily, like, the strong point. So, I guess to go over what the plot of the movie is...
0: Oh, yeah, break it down. um,
1: So, Rosamund Pike is... A sort of Marla. con woman. Yeah, she plays Marla Grayson, who is like this this con woman who basically gets older people who don't really have family into a nursing home. She becomes the conservator of their estate. Very, This is very timely with everything? all the Britney Spears <laughs> stuff that's going on. Where she like basically takes over all of their money and their income and their belongings and she can sort of sell it off and do whatever she wants with it. And for her work as their guardian, she is paid a fee. So she can put these people in a nursing home, basically suck money off of them for the rest of their life. And they can't do anything about it because they've been declared unfit to make Mm -hmm. decisions by a doctor who is also sort of in on the con. So that's the setup for the movie is that she is this person who is running this con on like dozens of senior citizens and a doctor calls her and is like, Hey, I have this case, which they call a cherry, which I was like, okay, where, (laughs) which is basically this person who has no family and loads of money. And the doctor is like, Hey, I'm willing to declare in court that this woman shouldn't, isn't fit. And then you'll get all of this money from her because she's actually fairly fit and will probably live a long time and you'll just be able to take as much as you want. And so Rosamund Pike does this, puts this woman into a nursing home, and then we slowly realize that this woman is actually the mother of a prominent Russian gangster. And so it becomes this battle between Rosamund Pike as Marla Grayson and Peter Dinklage as the Russian mobster as to getting the woman out of... The nursing home or not and Rosamund Pike is trying to extort the mob for as much money as possible and the mob is like then going to try to kill Rosamund Pike and it's just this like back and forth that gets ratcheted to a level that I did not think we were going to It's like <laughs> truly insane in the back half of the movie and I thought it was a lot of fun but I think that the fun is sort of in the performances and also in the script just because it's so bonkers but yeah, the directing for me, I felt like mm, was not mm-hmm. as strong.
0: Yeah, I think overall, like, I'm all for, like, complicated characters and, like, whatever. But I really do struggle when a movie doesn't have anyone likable in it. And I recognize oh, I that's that. a flaw of my own. But <laughs> I also just don't, I mean, it was, like, hard to watch. Like, I i am, like, it was, <laughs> it's a pretty heavy uh topic like you know the the abuse and manipulation of these elderly people and it's something that does happen quite a bit and in fact this movie itself was inspired by a expose on a sim a woman running a similar con and and just like like this is real life and I feel like the movie thought that it was like revealing something but it wasn't it was just kind of having fun with it which I felt like I don't know. I felt so, so about. And then, like you said, the second half just takes this sort of like really outrageous turn that it sort of left the realm of reality. And that in turn made the finale kind of hard for me to swallow because I was like, well, this doesn't make sense. How did this actually happen? Like how did financially this happen? Like the final montage, I just wanted to pause and have someone break down for me like, you know, the structure of this con because on one hand, you kind of get the small potatoes of it where she has an in with this doctor, she has an in with the nursing home, and they're all kind of dirty helping each other out. But the idea of taking it nationally, like I really wanted someone to help me understand the how there could be so much financial um, success in this industry, like to have it be a like a national (laughs) program that's pulling in this much money like I want to know you know
1: this is so interesting because when I saw the discrepancy between the critics and the audience score, I was like what are these people on like this movie was (laughs) immaculate I loved it so much
0: like like it was just it was
1: it was so fun it was such a fun movie i was like i don't understand how you could watch this and be like wow this was a 30 percent rotten tomatoes <laughs> movie you know like it just it it's it's doing more the performances are more like it's and but it doesn't is
0: it? i mean like peter well, jinklage's character was like oh i love donuts like it's then like a is thir- that... then
1: a 30 percent. yes <laughs> and i but i also feel like the the movies that usually do so poorly with audience scores Are like really artsy movies, or something that's really polarizing? And I was like, I don't like this. Just sort of seems like a romp of a movie.
0: Yeah, but it's at the expense of like everyone knows an old person. You know what I mean? Like it, it makes it villains of (laughs) people. It makes like the the protagonists of the film who are also the antagonists, and like yes, they're villains. But there is sort of this like girl boss energy you're supposed to root for, like against the evil Russian like I don't know there's a weird energy to the whole piece for me that I was just like well it is
1: like so at the beginning of the movie you definitely are rooting very hard against Rosamund Pike she's running these cons especially this con on Diane Wiest who's this older woman and you really hate her and then you in the middle of the movie you start to dislike Peter Dinklage and so you sort of see her as like the underdog because she's going against the Russian mob so you're kind of and she, and she's in this romance uh,
0: so you're sort of
1: yeah so she's sort of like a little bit more likable so you're kind of rooting for her against Peter mm, Dinklage's character yeah. or I think That's what they're intending for you to do. And then when you get to the end of the movie, you sort of realize, oh, wait, no. Both of these people are just horrible human beings. Like, I really shouldn't be rooting for either of them. Rosamund Pike is probably most well-known for Gone Girl. Yes. and Which is another movie where both of the characters main characters are terrible people and you're sort of like slowly swashing back and forth between the two of them of like oh well i'm reading for this Oh well no now i'm actually reading this oh well now i'm actually when and then in the end you're kind of like wait both of these are bad people <laughs> which i thought that this was also sort of doing i don't know like it i love things where the bad guys are the main characters or where there's no likable people in it so maybe it's just me And this is a genre that I like. (laughs) But there was no part in this movie where I felt like, wow, they're really like trying to make us root for these bad guys and root against like old people. I think that this like this is an issue that I didn't even really know was happening. Mm -hmm. So I think they're like, well, I mean, this isn't this isn't the trial of the Chicago (laughs) 7 or something, you know, where they're like, we have to shed a light on these." But I think they're doing that in a way that's also more fun i mean in the same way yeah. that promising young woman is taking like sexual assault and being like well but this is going to be a more fun movie to watch even though it's about a dark topic than we could make otherwise and just have it be like more serious and realistic
0: they're just like so different to me like i see what you mean and i'm trying not to be biased but this movie didn't have anything to say by the end of it I mean they they like say like oh we're criticizing capitalism like are you though like is it because at one point it goes off the rails into this sort of cat and mouse like battle of the bads that just felt so unrealistic on its own but it wasn't campy enough territory for me to like excuse oh i thought it
1: was very campy because
0: it's like okay but it's not campy like she's got a wig on she's like (laughs)
1: running through with like taser guns it was very over the top very
0: straight it's like she's like oh i've got this solution and she manages to like you know spoiler alert like whatever she outsmarts him gets him in a conservatorship of his own and it's like well there's a few things in here that would have to happen and it's like how did she I don't know the shot of whatever she gives him to put him out. How does you she were all like, of a sudden like becoming
1: a real you know like <laughs> auditor of this like, film?
0: I was just confused by the mechanics. of... Where did
1: she buy these shoes? Because yeah. they are <laughs> not the, like I don't know.
0: I felt like it wasn't like this is bad. It was to just me. totally very uh, weird to me. Like it wasn't like pulling off what I think it was trying to, and that's that's everyone down the board like. Like, I I think they were all having fun, but I don't think they all had an agreement on what they were hoping to accomplish.
1: The one part of the movie that I really disliked, and I feel like could leave a sour taste in your mouth, was that montage at the end. Yeah, it
0: was ridiculous.
1: I thought that that was sort of... I, I did not like the ending. I sort of wish that the, it had ended with that scene in the hospital where they're like, yeah, we're going to work together, yeah. and that that had just been the end. The last, like... 10 minutes of the movie I felt like we didn't need and they were they didn't feel like they totally fit with the rest of the film but up until that I really liked it and yeah I don't maybe it's just because the because of the movies that are out now and sort of the the yeah I mean
0: this is a lot easier to stomach than or like a lot lighter fare than any of the well i was just gonna say
1: that i feel like maybe it's because i'm comparing it with all of these historical movies that i'm like oh this and promising young woman are so similar but i do feel like that they are doing very similar things
0: i just disagree like even looking at the what the directors have said and what experiences they're pulling from like like Promising Young Woman, you can tell is a passion project for Emerald Fennel. Like it is something she thought about carefully and executed carefully and was meticulous about from beginning to end. This is from the guy who did The Fifth Wave. And he's just like, oh my gosh, like let's take Gone Girl, but make it primary colored. You know, like it's like there wasn't any sense of purpose to this movie except like won't it be fun to see rosamond in a sharp bob again trying to murder dudes
1: but but i think that there was a purpose to the movie i think okay. that he is critiquing capitalism and that he is critique uh, shedding a light on this issue of you know nursing home fraud and these conservatorships it's just instead uh i think that maybe where the issue is is that instead of sort of sticking with that the whole time and making the entire movie just about that he like brings that up shows you how bad it is and then within that world is like okay we're gonna follow this plot line of these characters and then sort of circles back to it at the end where promising young woman is like laser focused on its theme the whole time i
0: listened to a podcast with him and he said he didn't intend for it to be an expose like it he was just like, oh, yeah, these are true stories that happen. But it wasn't like But that you- he wanted to focus on the cat and mouse of one bad guy versus another bad guy. And like, are you rooting for them? Do you want them both destroyed? Like, what would be the most satisfying ending? And he thinks he nailed it
1: it definitely has like a Sopranos kind of vibe where you're following the bad person. And then at a certain point you realize that you're actually rooting for the bad person. And then you sort of have to question your own self. But I feel like that's, he's definitely doing something with capitalism. Because that that whole, that whole thing at the end, that whole like monologue (laughs) <laughs> or the, or the, the, yeah. Like that, that is very clearly like trying to say something that, like, the movie maybe didn't say as explicitly as he wanted it to. Yeah. Because the fact that, like, she could get so wealthy off of, at other people's expense. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, yeah, arguably a critique on this American dream, like the ambition she has and how. All she cares about is getting rich and having the chance to get richer. And it's like, okay, sure. And like, sure, capitalism makes humanity, humans commodities. But the criticism isn't as sharp as I think he would argue, which is how I felt watching Joker become like some sort of indie darling where everyone's like, wow, what a a think piece. And it's like, no, he just wanted to make a film about how hard it is to be a white guy (laughs) making jokes on stage. Character points that were never... Explain not that everything needs to explain but it just felt kind of like what's the what's the grab here like what is well the what's the, the annoying point? thing
1: about the joker was that it took itself so seriously that's why i like yeah. this movie was because it was like hey we're we're saying a thing but we're also having fun at the same time where joker was just like yeah a depressing slog and then when you <laughs> actually tried to figure out what it was saying it, it was like a mixed message of a bunch of but
0: things don't you feel like this movie struggled with like I don't know like the like the vape pen like you know Marla's whole thing is a vape pen and Peter Dinklage's whole thing is donuts and it's like whoa characterization like it it just felt lazy to me it was just like it was I don't know it it wasn't special in any way I mean I don't know because I feel like there's lots of
1: movies where characters have I mean yeah, it's like you, they can, have their you have to have stuff. a weird tick or whatever I, I mean like it. Blake Lively in that thing where it's like her whole character choice was that she had weird suits and everyone was like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen
0: <laughs> okay I mean I think the the thing that like bothers me about movies like this is if I'm left with more questions than like satisfaction I'm just like well this wasn't a well-balanced film because I don't think every movie needs to give all the answers but if I'm drowning in questions and like wait what by the end then I'm just like sort of okay like did you but really try like that all hard? your questions
1: are so nippy.
0: well okay like it, I'm not even talking about Pen anymore, but like you think about like this Russian gangster, and sure he was outsmarted once, but would that stop him from trying to murder her again? Especially since she has starved and like physically and emotionally and mentally abused his mother, who he supposedly cares so much about. That he'd go into business with this girl, like I'm not, I don't know. I I feel like that's a character change that wasn't justified. Where suddenly he was like, okay, fine, I'll work with you. Like that doesn't seem, that doesn't seem in line with the egomaniacal like control freak we saw in the first half of the film.
1: But I feel like if, if the whole movie is about like making money and how all of these people just sort of want to make money that he sees her as like a cash cow, like, Hey, this person is, just as crazy as I am, and clearly very smart. She was smart enough to get one over on me. Like, what <laughs> if we work together instead of teaming up? I mean, I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and also, yeah, how I... much did he like
1: his mother to begin with? He only saw her one day a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he was saving her from his own, I don't know, scandal or whatever. I also feel like I think the movie could have been trimmer, shorter. Like, I feel like it lost itself in the middle part where if it wanted to be that, like, bonkers sort of like, I'm going to try to kill you, then you're going to try and kill me type thing. It comes a little too late for me where like, yes, she's like taking him on, but the stakes aren't high until, until like the last 30, 30 minutes of the film, you know, did you feel like it was the perfect, like, did you ever feel like parts of it ran long? I guess that's what I'm asking. No, I, I, <laughs> I was like,
1: so I funny. was fully engrossed in this from start to finish uh, with the exception of like the last 10 minutes, yeah, which I yeah. think were tacked on and we did not need.
0: Well, I agree with you there. Though, I mean, if she had enough, you know, <laughs> in the end, I feel like I would have hated the movie a lot
1: more. Well, I mean, I can see that because yeah, <laughs> then then both of the bad characters get off and are fine and doing whatever they want to do. But I yeah. almost think that that's a stronger message. Of, like, this is what it is like in the in the world. Where, where the bad guys don't always get what's coming to them.
0: Right. I just think you are putting way too much. Like, you have... You're being very generous with the director, I guess, is what I feel like.
1: Well, I just thought this movie was so much fun. Like, yeah. I loved it on that level. But I also feel like it's not... I don't think it's trying to say that much. But mm-hmm. I think what it is trying to say it's saying well enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that the that the views here are that nuanced. It's basically just saying, hey, there's bad people out there who are taking advantage of the capitalist system. And a lot of times they don't get what's coming to them because they have money and they can steamroll people. And so they take advantage of old people and they take advantage of families. And in the end, you might want some kind of like cathartic punishment for them, but that's not always like what happens.
0: Right. I don't know. I just didn't feel anything for this movie. I yeah. And like reading more about it too. I was just like, Yeah, I don't I don't respect this writer director. Like I he his whole thing was like reveling in the I, I don't know. It was like it I think you're doing a lot of legwork for him by pretending that he cares about old people or that he's making a criticism on capitalism. Well, I mean, this film is very much so like, let's make a splashy movie so I can make money. Like arguably he is enjoying his like chance at playing into the system as well.
1: Well, I mean, that's everyone who makes a movie show. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, so I, I didn't read any of like the, I mean, I read reviews of this, but I didn't read any interviews with him. Like I really know nothing about him other than that he directed the fifth wave. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is you know, an <laughs> annoying person or whatever and coming at it from that direction. But, okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I do think that this is a good role for Ros- Rosamund Pike and that she did a really good job in this movie with it. And she was, like, mesmerizing. I couldn't... Like, every scene she was in, I feel like she was just eating up. But I was also thinking like what has she really been up to because obviously she was so Mm -hmm. huge in Gone Girl and then I had like in my mind that she had been into movies that I was like yeah I'm not going to go see that so I looked it up and I don't know like what her obsession with like being in the desert is but (laughs) in between Gone Girl and now she first she was in the United a United Kingdom which is a movie where she like goes to Africa and marries a King of Africa, I think, You're and nice. then she was in a then she was in a movie Hostiles where she's like in some kind of uh native American war, then she's in Beirut, which is like a hostage movie, then she's in Entebbe which is like another hostage movie, then she's in a private war, which is a movie about a journalist who's you know like in these war scenarios like i don't <laughs> I don't know if she was purposely trying to get away from Gone Girl and not do like anything domestic. But it seems so strange that she would choose all of these sort of like dusty, serious, kind of like dire movies. Yeah. None of which did well. <laughs> and then finally she's like, okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe I am better in these, uh like maybe people will like me more in these sort of more like. I mean, I think people fun, liked a private roles. war, didn't they? I mean, I think that it got good reviews, but like no one like, watched yeah, it. Did yeah. you see a private war?
0: I can't remember. She played a woman with an eye patch, I think. Yeah, I feel like I just saw the trailer, but I could have just forgotten it all. But yeah, no, I mean, that's the. I think everyone had fun in this movie. And I think um, she's obviously the star from costuming to her sharp bob. And like, it's like. Yeah, she did good. But then on top of it, it also is so reminiscent of Gone Girl, like to the haircut, too, that it's like, it's an interesting comparison, like see those, see her play these two evil psycho (laughs) beezes. And so, I mean, did you have a, did you feel like she was stronger in this or that the hype for Gone Girl is still well-deserved?
1: I mean, it's hard for me to remember exactly Gone Girl because I haven't seen it in a few years. I mean, I really did love that movie and I thought that she was great in that. I thought that she was also great in this. And this was letting her do some different things, Mm -hmm. I think, a little bit than than Gone Girl. Because Gone Girl, she's obviously this sort of sociopath character, (sighs) but she's less in control in a lot of it. Yeah. where in this she's like running it she's like a business person i thought she was great in it. Boss Babe, and, and honestly like i watched the vanessa kirby movie last week pieces mm-hmm. of a woman and i was like i think rosamund pike is doing more in this and is doing a better job than like vanessa kirby is <laughs> and i love vanessa kirby and she's definitely way better than zendaya in her uh in Malcolm (laughs) and Marie which was truly one of the worst movies I've ever seen and I think she's better than Amy Adams in Hillbilly Elegy so I'm sort (laughs) of like okay people like get on the Rosma Pike train we gotta give this woman an Oscar but But don't you feel
0: like this movie like it was built on the shoulders of the gone girl like cool girl speech and just like I mean obviously it's different but there is like an element of but like
1: I mean yes but I don't necessarily think that that means that she should be penalized right. for yeah, it I mean yeah. there's so many actors who play similar roles over and over <laughs> and over sure. again I mean it's like Viola Davis every role she's in it's like she's just snot coming out of her nose <laughs> as she gives these speeches but we're not like well you did that before Talk so we're not started on Meryl you Yeah, right exactly yeah I mean like yeah Meryl Streep does similar things over and over and over again like Frances McDormand does similar stuff so yeah. I don't know I thought she was good
0: yeah um did you have a favorite like supporting role or was it all just the marla show i i thought everybody
1: in this was doing Mm -hmm. a good job i liked diane wiest as the woman who is shuttled off to the nursing home i thought that she did a really good job of sort of like showing the mental decay that would happen there i like peter dinklage i thought that he was good in this this is was is really his first kind of like big movie i think since game of thrones so it was fun to see him again Mm -hmm. i liked chris messina in the one role (laughs) or like the one scene that he shows up in as the kind of evil lawyer i thought that the girlfriend was really good and that that relationship was fun i also liked the fact that this movie i thought had good representation, both that rosamund Pike is a lesbian, but also that Peter Dinklage is in this, but neither the fact that he's a little person or she's a lesbian is ever really like a contributing plot line. It's just two things that are there. And I thought that's great. Like I would love to see a lot more of that in movies where, you know, you have people who are different but they're not but that's not like the plot of the movie. Right. They're just it just happens to be a thing.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was a good it was good. It was a nice touch, I guess. <laughs> nice uh, left unintentional statement. Um, I did enjoy like, I don't know. I, I. It's not like I hated it. It's not like I'm opposed to this movie. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I, I was trying to think, I mean, granted I watched it late at night. My baby was fussing. I just needed it to be over with. So that might be a com- a, a factor in this but overall I was just like hmm I don't know I feel like I either needed it to lean into the second half energy more or give me a less serious topic that they're playing I don't know it was just like it was a really dark story that never took itself seriously enough for its its chosen topic is how I felt watching it
1: This is the exact vibe of a movie that I really like, so yeah. I think I was like in the bank for this one from the get go. But
0: and she looked great. I mean, I would love to rock a yellow power suit. I don't think I ever could. Yeah. But
1: just... I loved the costumes. I thought yeah. the music was fun. Like I don't know. It just felt I was like just... there's
0: a lot of like loose ends. And and I know you always get on me for like my like my dumb questions, but I just. I wanted to understand the mechanics of the con a little more because it was like, well, how did the how is everyone getting paid? And like, who's what is the nursing home guy getting from going along with that? Like, that was one.
1: Wait, it, like, like, what does what he is, get out of it?
0: Because nursing homes for are, keeping
1: her in there.
0: Yeah. Because it's like, he's like, oh, I'll hold this room for you, but it's it's it'll go fast. And it's like, well, then why wouldn't you just sell the room? Like, is it just because he gets an extra two grand, like, on the side? Like, there were just... I, th-
1: I, th- I thought the implication was sort of like that there were multiple people who were kind of doing this hustle. And he yeah. was like, hey, I have this room that's open right. that's going to cost a lot of money. And so whoever is the guardian for the person in the room will get a lot of money because they mm-hmm. get a percentage of whatever the room Mm -hmm. costs Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you can have it if you give me two grand extra or whatever right or otherwise I'll give it to somebody else because somebody else has someone who is willing to pay
0: yeah okay I mean I just was like it was also like nothing fazed her and I was like realistically she hasn't seen that much like why wouldn't she be more I
1: yeah when when she was like not taking the money from the Russian mob at one point, I was like, okay, I can understand how there are these Wheeler Dealer type people, but it does feel like he's very threatening and that you don't really have a background in dealing with (laughs) someone of this nature that you would definitely cave in. So that was one part where I was like, okay, I don't think that you would do this. But at the same time, she has a crazy amount of confidence in herself. And I thought that her speech is kind of about. How you can't let people run over you sort of did a good enough job to make me believe that she would actually behave in that way, even though it was sort of against her best interest. And the fact that her girlfriend is like, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. And she's like, (laughs) no, we're going to do it anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, it did feel like there was potential there for this to be a critique of you know like girl boss gone wild type thing which I think is a funny idea but I think just the playground being this serious uh elder abuse was just kind of like not fun for me to watch but I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it you know you deserve to have a good time
1: Yeah, I don't know. This is so interesting.
0: I also, this isn't like a knock on the movie, but I am curious. Did you ever suss out what the dots meant on the <laughs> on the elder board? Like what she oh, was tracking?
1: No, I didn't. I, <laughs> I wasn't really sure. You know. I, I, like, I feel like it has something to do with the bank accounts. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I know with, from this, but also just from having grandparents and things, that like there's a bunch of weird stipulations as to what the like what money goes to pay for the nursing home what money goes to pay this when sort of like medicare kicks in all of these different kinds of things and that older people have workarounds of like okay i'm going to give away a bunch of things before i go into the nursing home because otherwise that money will get liquidated and have to pay for expenses but if you don't have money in your bank account then like the state pays for you so i wondered if all of the dots had something to do with like who still has money in their bank who's dried up who you know that kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. okay that makes sense
1: but on but no i didn't i didn't get to that also i was like i think it's bad optics to have this board full of all of these faces in your office <laughs> yeah because it makes you seem like, well, you don't really care, don't care. about the individual yeah. <laughs> person. You're just trying to fill up all of these slots.
0: Yeah, no, I think overall, like now, later, never, I I can see why people don't like this movie. And um, I'd be fine with people missing it. But, but the
1: critics loved this movie. <laughs> so it is weird.
0: I mean did they love it or I mean it they... has like an
1: 80 some percent which is pretty high. Do you think that they do you think that in general why people had like a visceral reaction to this was that a they didn't like the fact that it was about elder abuse. Mm-hmm. B that both of the characters aren't likable or see that they found like discrepancies with the plot points and didn't think it's realistic.
0: (laughs) I think what I saw on Twitter was mostly that the elder abuse was played for not played for laughs, but it was more like even though she does get her comeuppance, I guess there's still like no real justice for um, the elders in the story. And like the idea of this elder abuse happening. So I think most people that I saw were upset with the, subject matter and then how the movie then sort of danced around danced around like really uh, breaking it down
1: that's so strange because I feel like the movie did like was so clear that this was like that this was an issue that didn't right but it does
0: sort of like play into this Oh, isn't I she mean, fun it to watch? Like, isn't Marla a fun character to watch? So it's kind of distracting. It's not like obviously she's a bad person and you hate her, but for some people, I think that just wasn't pleasant to watch. Okay, you know, yes, I guess.
1: I guess I don't know. I found it so much fun. I would say now, and yeah. it's on Netflix, so
0: it's there. People are talking about it. If you want to be part of the conversation, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, as you should, because now I'm realizing that there is a large group of people who apparently are <laughs> have a lot of issues with this I just film. Don't
0: get it? Yeah,
1: yeah they they are not on the wavelength <laughs> with me and apparently, yeah. The director. I
0: mean, it's like. Matt loved Hubie Halloween. He loves... uh... Hubie
1: Halloween was, like, very (laughs) successful, though. You know? Like, I saw so many people who were excited about Hubie Halloween. And I also see so many people who are excited about Eurovision. I still see things about that. And also, the critics did like this movie.
0: Yeah. This
1: is not like the second coming of the Goldfinch, which I liked and everybody hated.
0: You're right. You've had worse takes than this. Yeah you know I won't fight you on that
1: (laughs) okay so if someone like if a Russian mobster came to you and was like I need you to quit whatever Mm-hmm. you know something mm-hmm. is that you're doing mm-hmm. how much money do you think that they could like feasibly get you to quit something for
0: oh like a hundred dollars like i <laughs> do not want to mess with that world <laughs> at all i mean i would have taken the first deal like i wouldn't even pushed back i would have been like yes good sir thank you i <laughs> accept please leave my office now um so i guess i'd, I'd get a 100 150k i think is the first the first offer, even though he was permitted to give two fifty, I i would gladly take that L.
1: I feel like I could maybe have gotten like through to the second offer because mm-hmm. I feel like I would have recognized, okay, they're coming and whatever their initial offer is, like they're okay, <laughs> they can probably offer more. But I do not think that I would have gotten anything beyond like, oh, what about like ten thousand dollars more? And they'd have been mm-hmm. like, sure. And then I would have been like, Okay, great.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's a reshoot and they need you to play a role and you get to choose which one who what role in this film do you think you could most likely pull off
1: i think i could do the lawyer i think that's probably the the best option for me i could also probably be the doctor who gets shot
0: Mm, yeah 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 i was gonna say i could feasibly do the doctor or the judge I think <laughs> I think I could do the judge and mm-hmm. just be like oh yeah that's so sad here I think playing a them. judge
1: in any situation is easy like because you because <laughs> judges don't really have to like they're supposed to be really measured and not emotional yeah so I it's almost just like reading playing a judge in a
0: show <laughs> oh perfect I'll, I'll stick to that then
1: what activity in a nursing home would you be most excited to do
0: I think like water aerobics, that sort of thing looks fun. I don't know how many nursing homes are equipped with like a pool, but but I think something like that.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, you would also have to. I feel like there's a very slim window of people who are like <laughs> healthy enough to do water aerobics, but unhealthy enough where they need to be in a nursing That's home. That's true. That's like a two week window, and then you're how like, much your family okay, loves
0: you. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> if you get shipped there real early, <laughs> yeah. well, hey, if I sell you in, then. <laughs> Maybe you'll are get you some time the, to do the water. Aerobics. Are you
0: the bridge group or like checkers?
1: Oh, no, not checkers. I feel like, yeah, I like playing cards. I like playing cards. Doing puzzles, I think, would also be fun. I could also see myself as the one who's just like sitting in the corner gossiping about the other patients with the nurse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, again, that's a narrow window, too, don't you think? What do you mean? Like, I'm not going to be able to talk? You you know, like your dementia will set in and then you'll just be like, wow, is that Louis? I
1: I feel like there's a lot of people. So my dad used to work at a nursing home, so I spent a good amount of time at a nursing home growing up and i'll say that there i think there's a lot more people there who are like mentally well and just have some kind of like physical thing where they where they can't do stuff for themselves than people who are like physically fit but mentally unwell you know right like i mean i think a lot of people have both of the issues but
0: people in nursing homes you're right you're
1: right yeah, put some respect on their name, yeah,
0: yeah, Shelby. Yeah. My gosh,
1: you were so you're so out here uh <laughs> against this film and then here you are just throwing them <laughs> under the bus. My gosh.
0: Okay, so what would be your method to break into a nursing home? Because I feel like it's easier than the movie made it look. To break into
1: the nursing home? Yeah. Um well, because that's the thing these pl- like this place looked very sort of lock and key, yeah, yeah. which I think nursing homes in general are not that <laughs> strict about things, but I guess it sort of depends maybe. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like for the purpose of a movie, I would dress up like an old person because <laughs> I think that would be the most fun. You know, like sort of have like have you wheel me in like me dressed up like an old person or like, ah, gramps, like got to drop you off. And then once I'm in there, you know, take off the wig or whatever. Mm. I think that would be my modus operandi.
0: I feel like they just went from zero to 100. Like, I think they were on the right track with asking for a tour. But I think next step instead of like violence would be like, oh, I just need to use the bathroom and then like figure out a way to slip out. Well, but they were trying.
1: Like, they were trying to do something a little bit more low key when they were like, oh, it's our friend or whatever. Uh, We just want to say hi. And
0: then they escalated things.
1: But they're gangsters, you know? You (laughs) got to do what you got to do.
0: In full view of security. That was the other thing. It's like, okay, if you're going to like. Yeah, but they're like, had guns and stuff. Yeah.
1: The part that I thought was the most shocking was that the nursing home guards had guns oh yeah
0: that was outrageous i was like what everything that happened from then on i was just like what no i call bs i think like, you
1: came into this with a bad mindset Shelby. I didn't, actually
0: i didn't because i'd seen the trailer and everyone was like oh this is fun and i was like okay cool you didn't like
1: this or nomadland nearly enough as you should have <laughs> and i'm just i feel like something was going on this weekend yeah. that we need maybe, to address off maybe. podcast there's some like mental health things or something there could
0: be Um, My final question, would you rather be forced to marry Gone Girl or I Care A Lot?
1: Uh, I mean, I think the obvious choice is I Care A Lot. Because in Gone Girl, she's trying to, like, frame you for her murder. (laughs) And in this, she seemed perfectly wonderful with her, you know, girlfriend. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's true. I guess, would you rather... i i i'm trying to think of a through line for the two characters i mean i don't know who would you rather have as your guardian (laughs) i guess
1: i mean i i i don't know did (laughs) did gone girl have any sort of connection with any human being that really mattered i mean she went back to her like old boyfriend or whatever and then murdered him
0: yeah yeah i mean he he wasn't a great guy yeah you're right she where at least this woman doesn't appear to be a murderer not literally because even even
1: the peep even when she was breaking or when she was getting peter dinklage she was just tasing people i thought for sure she was going to shoot someone or run someone over with a car or something but she didn't
0: you're right she seemed
1: very um
0: uh uh, humane yeah She just wanted those diamonds. Oh, those diamonds didn't even end up mattering. I was annoyed by a lot of these dumb choices. Anyways, it's fine. We don't have to talk about it. Um, that's I Care A Lot, and uh, you can watch it if you want.
1: Oh, my gosh. Shelby, nitpicker and chief here <laughs> for this film. Really going into it. <laughs> They were mowing the lawn way too often outside. I mean, then di- they would the not have mowed it that much. About,
0: the diamonds was probably said more than any other phrase in that movie, and then it just ended up being like a non-issue. Like I thought it would tie in somehow. Like, what do you mean heirloom. it was a
1: non-issue?
0: It was like by the end, it was literally. He was like, trying to get oh, the diamonds. And she was trying diamonds. to keep
1: the diamonds. But then well, they don't now, care. at the end, because he realized that she was worth more than the diamonds. Yeah. She sure. saw he saw a lucrative business.
0: Well, even when he decided to try and kill her, he was like, the diamonds aren't worth it. Like she said that they'd be lost forever. if He murdered her. And then he tried to anyways.
1: Well, because at that point he was so thirsty <laughs> for revenge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, do you have any more questions?
1: No, I'm ready for this to be done. Okay. <laughs> I thought I, I thought this was going to be a, a joint <laughs> celebration, and it turned out I was just fending yeah, off we'll a grimace. I like
0: old people more than you, but... Is that next is week, not the is point of this. This is globe? ridiculous.
1: Is the ne- I think the next week is Gold Globes. So I good. hope this wins, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what else is even in that category, but this had better freaking win. She was so good, and this movie was great.
0: okay. okay. I look back. Just <laughs> you quality. just
1: you wait, Shelby, for this to wreak havoc on our year end uh, rankings. Just okay. you wait. I can only imagine what kind of drivelly choices you're gonna I have I don't at the top even of know. I
0: haven't even been tracking what movies I've watched because they're all like non movies, but you're right, I have to do that list again.
1: Get it together. Oh my okay. gosh. Okay. This is it. I'm done with this. <clears throat> this is like kill me now. Okay. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, maybe the Golden Globes. Follow us on social media, whatever. I I'm exhausted. Okay. Bye.